Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we We are are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. Braden, what's up, man? What's up, dude? How are you? I, I, so listening to that intro, right. kind of sounds like a sports show. It does. I've been debating whether we should, should, should switch, switch it. it up. It's like yeah. and break and fly. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like a sports broadcast. Yeah. But maybe I'll just start a like Utah it. Jazz broadcast on this like too. It. Yeah, dude. Love so, it. what's up? What's new, dude? So okay, I think I'm finally there. We're finally ready. So for anyone that's been following or listening or watching my social media, uh, we are opening. I've been waiting for this day because he told me a long time ago about yeah. this business. We've been like and I've seven had months to, in. So. Yeah, kind of keep it a secret. Yeah. So We're probably a month and a half away, but we're going to open. It's called Bad Caddy SLC, and it's an indoor golf venue that will have seven indoor golf uh, simulators that you can play over 200 different courses on. It also has like fun games like you can play, you can play against a soccer goalie. Uh, you can play Frisbee golf. You can play baseball, football. We're going to be serving up food. We're putting a menu together for pizza, wings, and other stuff. And then, obviously, we're going to have ice-cold beer ready to rock and roll as well. I, so. I'm super excited about it because I know the athletic director of Ben Lomond High, and they just put a golf simulator in for their golf team. Yeah. Me and my dad went and golfed uh, Pebble Beach, and it's awesome because I'm not a great golfer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I don't have to go look for my ball and nope. lose a bunch of balls. It's just right in front uh, of you, dude. It's awesome. It's, and the tracking system on these simulators now is unbelievable. Like, yeah. you can play... Any course you want, it'll track it to a T. It'll tell you what you did wrong with your swing. It'll help you out there. Um, it'll tell you how far it went. Everything. It's well, it's, and, it's cool. And in so real the, estate, it's like a thing to take clients or yep. you know do. So if it's bad weather in Utah, which happens, yep. it's a great place to bring people and yeah. socialize. I mean, it's May was today May third, and it snowed yesterday. So yeah, yeah, everyone thinks they can golf, and it was snowing yesterday. So well, sweet. So do yeah. you have a, a date so, that you're opening? Not a hundred percent. We're opening first of June. I'm going to lock down the day here shortly. Okay. Uh, but it's Bad Caddy SLC. So it's D A. It's C A D D Y uh, for Caddy, um, and it's uh, Bad Caddy SLC on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. So, yeah, people sweet. can look at it. I'm going to start posting a lot more. Uh, of the build out and finishing up we're, we're in the painting process now simulators are hopefully getting delivered in two weeks and then it's finalizing our bar we should stuff, do a so. podcast with your construction guys and people that have been helping Dude, you it's my dad he'd love to oh and will yeah. uh who also runs a podcast and so yeah it'd be it would be good time. that'd be fun so, that's awesome well All we're right, yeah, we're let's... here in salt lake at taco taco not because too... cinco de mile is coming up we're yeah. going to tell you where to go. We're, we're ready for tacos. Yeah. I'm ready for tacos. Well, I'm always ready for tacos. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll let Braden introduce him. Uh, it yeah. was in so your this Golden is my buddy. Sachs. Yeah, he's in my Golden Sachs class, and our, our listeners have heard, have heard that. Uh, so my, my buddy, I'm losing my train of thought today. I can't talk. You need so a taco. This is, my friend, <laughs> this, is, this is my buddy, Joey uh, Canella, right? Yes, that is, that, that is correct. That is correct. Joey and I met in the 10KSB class and went through that, that rough but very yeah, beneficial process sure together did. and Woo. you know got through it and it was it was a long process but i think we're we got out rejuvenated and excited about humans. our business right we're stronger humans i for think it. yeah i think both of I, both you and i entertainment and restaurants and 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 uh nightlife hit got hit the hardest with covid Absolutely. so i think my mentality and I, I feel like you and i had the conversation was a little burnt out 
you know, for the last little bit, but I feel like we both kind of left like, all right, let's get to work, right? <laughs> yeah, so totally. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good to have a yeah. new beginning. It's good to get the, the knowledge for me. Like, I think that's what that class really yeah. did. It was like, hey, by the way, here's how you can do this and do it properly with some thought. Yep. You know, I tend to jump into things yeah. and get an idea. And my entrepreneur self is like, cool, taco shop. Um, <laughs> I want one in this town. I you can't find like one, me. right? <laughs> yeah, dude, so that's then, my life too. <laughs> that's literally how this happened. I was like, man, I, we could do, we had a spot here that was like pizza gelato called Amore. And we were making bread. We were doing sourdough and like English muffins and all the baguettes for canelas. And we had this whole thing happening and gelato. And it was cool. And it caught on kind of. But nobody was buying our bread. Okay. And now in the world, I'm looking around like one of my favorite spots, which is Table X, which that guy just kills it. It's I don't so think amazing. I've seen that. Is that in Salt Lake? It's amazing. Yeah, it's just down like uh, Highland 33rd area. Hmm. But we were, we were, I had a friend of mine, Sean, who was New York, just went to CIA, came back. And we were just pizza, bread, all the stuff. And it just kind of didn't ever really take. Mm, yeah. And so we started slinging pizza at Canela's. And then that's when this space, I was like, what are we going to do? So it just so happened my buddy Alberto, who was working at Canela's Kitchen, we were doing taco Wednesdays at Canela's at the bar. Nice. Because we could. I yeah. mean, like, it doesn't, you know, we're doing whatever we want here. And it just started to build. And people were like, man, taco Wednesdays. So we had this whole following. So it was pretty easy to be like we should just move this over here. Yeah. And so I went to my spots that I used to go to in LA, like after surfing or after going out to the club or whatever, and just kind of did a tour, took a bunch of photos, talked to a bunch of people and then came back and did this. That's in awesome. 2014. Yeah. And the space is fantastic. I love it. It's got the greatest vibe. It, it feels like the best taco shop. I love it. So maybe back up a little bit, Joey, on, um, what was Canela's originally? How did it move into Taco Taco? I know because Canela's has been here for a long, long time, right? Canela's 1978. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Cow. And the venue <laughs> yeah. and the venue feels like it. I mean, the venue feels like 40s. Yeah. It's like, awesome. Though. It's nice, right? It's, and it's it looks cool. really good. And so, yeah. Um, yep. what, yeah. What's, what's the story on Canela's and how did it? The story is that it was a family biz that my dad basically was running this place called Sam's Lounge, which is my grandparents' bar. Um, where um, Portocol used to be, mm-hmm. where the big federal building is now. Right. So they got, um, in 77, 76, they were like, you guys have, you know, they didn't buy the building. I think my grandpa could have bought that building for 80 grand in the 60s. Yeah, which, so anyway. Now it's probably insane. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now it's a federal yeah. building that's yeah. 15 stories. Yeah. But so my dad was like, I don't ever want to be in a place where I have to rent again mm-hmm. and be told to leave. So he yeah. started looking for buildings. He found this building. There was Junior's Tavern, which was a bar. And he's like, oh, I can just go do that. They bought the building. He was all set up to do a bar. And he didn't know there was a five-year lease. So then it was like, okay, well, maybe my grandmother's recipes. So my mom and dad literally, my mom taught my dad all the recipes. Mm -hmm. And my grandma. They were there. But he was basically like had never done it. Started the restaurant. It just hit right away because there was really nothing going on down here. And my parents were like two of the sweetest people in the world. So we were down here. I was nine. My brother was, what, 13? It was all friends. I'd like bring my friend in, wash dishes. Yeah, you showed me the picture of you in (laughs) high school working here. It's still on the wall. People want to see young Joey right now. Yeah, back in the day. So I worked all the positions. I started out dishwashing on a crate because I couldn't really reach to (laughs) put the dishes up. Um, Definitely child labor laws were broken (laughs) had I not been family. Right, 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 right. No, but it was really cool. It was like a magical place until I went away to school. Um, so I worked here for almost 10 years. So you were you guys like from Utah? So from Utah. Okay. Yeah. But you moved born to L.A. And, born and raised. I went to L.A. I went to Loyola Marymount University. I just wanted yeah. to to go. I nice. was ready. I was ready at like, you know, yeah. I, was, I started looking to go away at like 16, 17. Like, how am I going to figure out how to get my 
money in yeah. line, right? So, so yeah, it all worked out. Got a little scholarship, a little so financial aid, and did it. The little bit that I've talked to you about, it sounds like you loved LA. Like, what brought you from LA back into yeah, Salt Lake so, I mean, to run this lots. restaurant for your for your family? <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was initially a bar, um, which we were told we could do a bar. So, my dad had this agreement with the DABC. I guess it wasn't in writing. It was like, mm. you know, it's old school. My dad, it's like, just, yeah, they're going to let us do it. So we built the bar, literally got it all ready. And then um, one of the guys, main guy, sweetest guy, came over and he's like, we made a mistake. And you guys can't actually do the bar because you're too close to the church. Oh, I know. And then we got them to sign well. off. And then it was like, well, now the library. But that wasn't even the case because it was door to door. And now it's property line to prop. So when was this? What year was this? 2007. Okay. Yep. 2006. 2000, we, we opened in 07. Okay. We were building it out in 06. Wait, so you couldn't have a bar close to the library? Yeah. So that's, that's still the case. 600 um, foot radius law. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now property line to property line. It used to be door to door. We were grandfathered in. Yeah. So Junior's was a beer bar. So they were able to exist, but they never did liquor. Oh, so we were able okay. to do liquor. So we basically, so I came back to do a bar. That's what I'd been doing on the Sunset Strip for a decade. Yeah. I started my own little bar on top of the bar I worked at out of frustration of just like, I need to bartend and make more money and I just need to do right. something else. Right. So, yeah. so that's kind of, I, and it was time, you know, I was like, I should probably go home and check in. It was, um, I'd been doing the bartending thing for over a decade and it was just kind of like, yeah. I need to go do my own thing. This is a great opportunity to go hang with my family. Cool. I haven't been home for 20 years. So, yeah, so I came back to do it, and then it just turned into a restaurant with a, a bar in it. So was the so. radius, was that what was it was? You were able to move to a restaurant we and could get do the, the restaurant. liquor, right? But and, if it was a full bar, you couldn't. Yeah. Like, still can't today, And then right? we had to put up a wall yeah. around, <laughs> yeah. so then I had to walk the drinks from out over. You know, so I had to crazy. walk people. Like, I had to literally go out of the bar, walk around, and when people would come out of town, they were just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't actually hand it over this wall. It's nuts. It's so the same. It was, I have a very, very similar yeah. story. Yeah. When we very originally opened Social Acts in Ogden, we were at 585 feet from the temple, and I could not get any, plea, any way for us to get beer. And that's why, for anyone that kind of knows our story, that's why we moved from Washington Boulevard to 26th yeah. Street yeah. was I to get out that. of that. To get out of it. Yeah, and so we could move our yeah. restaurant and get beer, or yeah. move our axe ring and get beer. I know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're going to... They got new some, people on there, so yeah. you know they might adjust some stuff. I they know might adjust been, some stuff. People are getting licenses still, and I think that's crazy because I thought you couldn't get one for nothing. It's like a lottery system now to get a license. Now it's a lottery system. <laughs> yeah. Now you just yeah. yeah I mean, nuts. I don't even know. Or you buy one <laughs> yeah. for hundred k. Yeah, like Roja. Uh, Rob just got his liquor license over at the Roja Brewery. Yeah, um, like two weeks after we got our podcast with yeah. him, he got his liquor license, and I was like, dude. How Congratulations. Yeah. I don't know what you did, but well done. And he <laughs> so, told me it was a lottery system. So. Yeah, it's it's tricky. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I, I, we worked around it and then did the restaurant, and, you know, it was great. I think it was great up until, you know, it was like all these restaurants moved in 2019. I yeah. think it, it started to get tricky, and then by the time COVID hit, it was just like, yeah, okay, we're, we're going to be done. So Canela's was open 2019. 2019, we were open. We were open until July 2020, and then we started doing catering and family meal stuff, and people just started picking up. We did, like, this holiday lasagna thing, and my wife was like, we should do this holiday lasagna thing. I'm like, yeah, man, that's we should. Yeah. And so we're thinking, like, maybe we'll do 50 lasagnas, and we were doing Italian salads, which everybody loves those two things, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it turns into, like, our entire Christmas holiday was us making lasagna down here because <laughs> we did like 300 lasagnas and like 300 salads. Yeah. So it was just nonstop. Whoa. It was just like, we did not know 
the demand, like how much people kind of miss that, I guess. Nice. So that was really cool. And then I've just been doing, I did high beats for a while. I'm there just taking a break right now. And now we're setting up to develop for the alt space. For your new space, the right. The new space, the event so, space. So before we jump into that, so let's talk back. You came home from L.A. Yep. Came into, how, what was your dad's thoughts and, and, and dreams when you were coming home? Was it like, yeah, you're going to take over, this is great, or how did that all play out? Or did I mean, you come in and go... Hey, Dad, I'm taking over. Like, it's time for you to chill out. You <laughs> yeah, <know? laughs> I think Retire. He, yeah. He was cool. I mean, he's the one who called me, you know. He That's called awesome. me and said, hey, what are you doing? You know, maybe you should come back. And I was like, whoa, you know, my dad's calling me. This is, yeah. this is a thing, right? Yeah. So when I got back here, he's like, do your bar thing. You know, I want you to just do, you know, he just loved having me back here. And That's he's awesome. like, I, my cousins were here at the time. Lots of stuff. So when it all, came, when it all sh- like started, it was me coming back. My cousin's family was here. Um, and then basically they were like, okay, well, we want to do our own restaurant because yeah. I was moving back. So it just kind of – it, it was a thing to bring everybody together, and it kind of did the opposite. It yeah. did for a minute, and then everybody kind of did their thing, which was great, actually. My cousin's restaurant is Fratelli. They kill it. Where's it's that at? South, um, like uh, 86th and 13th. Nice. Um, and yeah, so there. Do you think it was like just all of you had too much ambition where they needed to split, was or was there just ambition. not enough to it go was, around it, from one store? An, yeah, I don't think there was enough to go around from one store. I think yeah. my dad just wanted all of this, and I think you know that was just out of him having the biggest heart in the world. Yeah. And then everyone's personality comes into it, and what people yeah. want, yeah. and it was like wasn't meant to be, and it, it just is what it was. You know. So my wife and I, fortunately, had been doing. She was in the biz too. She was. We met at Red Rock where I was bartending. Nice. So we basically. She's a Minneapolis girl. Um, she was working downstairs. I was like, man, who is this girl downstairs? Because I was just working. <laughs> like upstairs. right over at Red Rock Brewery, right here. No, Red Rock in, in um, on the Sunset Strip. Oh, okay, sorry, Strangely I got you. Enough, okay, in L.A. Got you. Yeah, cool. yeah. Nice. yeah. So I'd bring Red yeah. Rock shirts from here, nice, and give them to people at Red Rock in L.A. But yeah. they came from New Zealand. Actually, okay. is where the where the concept came from. So, so yeah, we met there, and then we both had been doing it. So we just kind of stepped into this thing and started running it from day one. That's rad, man. Yeah. That's so awesome. what age did you leave to California? Um, I was almost 19. 19, and yep. then you came back? Yeah, like 37. Wow. So in that, in that time span, like, I'm sure you learned a ton, but what's the, the biggest takeaway from California that you're trying to, like, implement here from your experience there? Wow. Um, well, I think just having, like, an alternative, like, option to especially the taco shop at the time there wasn't really just a walk up cool there was like red iguana yeah, and yeah. places and then there were taco carts outside right? Yeah, right so there wasn't like this thing which now there are you know there's yeah. rock taco there's barrio there's all these spots that have spun off of whatever they maybe just did it on their own but we were here first right so yeah. i just kind of wanted to to bring something that i knew that i just had love for right so, and Mexican food was something, being away and going to L.A., I was just, like, loved, loved. Yeah, it's it. different there. Maybe more than Italian food. <laughs> yeah. Grew up with Italian food, love Mexican food, love Asian food. Those are my two. So, yeah, I think it was just bringing kind of um, a more open, cool, diverse um, thing here. Okay. Maybe. And for me, I mean, I had a lot of my takeaways there. I did a lot, you know. I was, like, doing business when I was out of school and been marketing. And then I jumped over to film. Yeah. And then, basically, I was in a band for seven years. I was running a room upstairs. That turned into a private Sounds party fun. room. I basically, yeah. <laughs> I threw parties for a lot of people um, from, like, whatever, 98 to whenever I left, 2006. So. so you met your wife there. 
Did yep. you guys get married there? No, nope, we waited. We, wait, we dated four years, met her in 05. We got married in 09. So she sounds like she's on board, which me and Braden had the conversation. Sometimes that's the hardest thing is to get your spouse on board to oh, do your venture or whatever. So when you guys came back, what, what was that like? What was that conversation <laughs> like with her? Yeah, I, think that back was, I think that was the biggest, like, I think that, well, we don't work together anymore. Let's just be clear about that. <laughs> yeah. um, it was great until it wasn't. Getting yep. thrown into my family dynamic and family business for <laughs> yeah. her yeah. was a lot. And she was a trooper and, like, hung in there. And then at some point, she's an esthetician now and started doing that probably 13 years ago. And, you know, she would go and do her thing and then eventually come back here and bartend a little bit or manage or whatever. But then I think at a certain point we had a child in 2011 and it was just kind of like, you need to go do your biz and I'm going to do my biz and we don't need to like bring this home because it's really good idea. And it was a really good idea. And so, yeah, we're still together and I don't think we would be. I mean, we both were like, man, we got to do something because this isn't working. So yeah. it was just an evolution, and it's great. And she's always been super supportive, and she's always my go-to, right? But it doesn't have to be that we bring it home and like, hey, what do you think, you know, about... It's just, it got real, were, real were you? Yeah. Is she from California? She's a Minneapolis Minneapolis. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd imagine you guys are living the life out in California, I You're, mean, we were living the life, yeah. I mean, I quit my band and cut my hair. and You were in a band? <laughs> actually met her because I left my relationship with my other three dudes. That's yeah, like a yeah. band is so crazy and yeah. so time-consuming. And she didn't even know who I was. So, like, I had this big, huge hair, like, kind right. of a, somewhere between a fro. What and kind of music was it? Um, it was, like, uh, like, rock and roll, like, Doorsy kind of. Nice. Maybe a little Jane's Addiction. Nice. Some like 90s stuff, right? I mean, this was yeah. like 90. Was that a hobby or was that the goal of LA? Um, no, that was a hobby. <laughs> I mean, I think I came, I came clean. I, I, actually, I ended up um, doing some like film work. I, we made a short film um, called Monkey Boy, and it was basically about my experience as a salesman. Can we still find in, it? In Is Venice. It on YouTube? Um, Please I not tell put us. It on yes. Come on. You should put it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the Beastie Boys and most of it is the soundtrack, so I'd have nice. to work that out um, with rights. I think we just right. did yeah. it, but I did sell my friend's script off of it out of the bar that I was working at that I started upstairs. Cool. So, That's so awesome. So it was a thing, right? I was able to like use that, sell, sold the script, um, kind of got cut. Well, sold the script and wanted to produce it, and then the producer's like, yeah, we want your writer buddy, so we're selling it to him, and <laughs> you'll get 5% on the back end, and it never got made. So, Dude, Did you have any experience in any of that, or was that all just coming so with living there? With film, I was I, at Loyola, I was like a film minor, and then I was a business major. Okay. So I just did it, and I think I just went for, after I did the marketing thing, and my buddy and I started a t-shirt company, so I think it was just me, yeah, realizing that I can't really work in... And I was, like, at a place in Venice Beach. It wasn't like I was dressing up in a suit. I literally was, like, skateboard with flip-flops. But we were, like, importing junk from China and logoing it and Mm -hmm. selling it. Like, I sold, like, three million keychains to spray and wash when I was 22. (laughs) Um, And the company was, like, biggest deal ever. And, you know, there was, like, three truckloads of photo insert keychains so moms could put pictures of their kids. Nice. And they were, like... Like, literally, you buy two and you get a photo insert keychain. It was, like, the goofiest thing. So that was great. You know, had that never ended and I would have been doing that, that deal. Um, but it was just kind of like I did that for three years. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It doesn't feel satisfying anymore. Yeah. yeah. So then I just went for the creative stuff because nice. I was in L.A. 
and it nice. was there. And I'm just like, I'm going to go do this. And yeah, that's so awesome. So yeah. bartender, video producer, band singer. Were you so what? What did you do in the band? Did you sing? I was the, I was the only thing I yeah. It was the yeah. only thing I could <laughs> do. I mean, I was like you know, yeah. little guitar. But everybody around me were actually the, they were proficient, really great musicians. Yeah. So so I was able to step into something. Really cool, and kind of find my voice, which yeah. was just that alone, just to be able to write. I always yeah. loved to write, so it was a great thing to be able to just like write lyrics, and, yeah, and be in a band. Hell and yeah. I could throw parties up in the room, yeah. So it was like this whole, yeah, come see us play. Dude, you so freaking lived the rock star it was lifestyle. Just, it was just yeah. fun. It was my own little mini microcosm rock star life. Sure, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, well, I kind of want to go back to when you were doing the taco nights. What did you notice at some point that those nights were the busiest nights, and then that's when you decided to open Taco Taco, or what? Kind of walk us through that process. I mean, it kind of was like it. it, After the fact, I was like, you know, we we talked about it. Like uh, Beto and I were like, well, we were doing Taco Nights, and it it did take off. I mean, the restaurant was crazy from like '07 to probably 2014. It had its years, and then all these other restaurants started coming downtown, and and things happened. So that was kind of like, let's spin off and do Mexican food because right. we did that. And Beto did, he cooked for our wedding. So we had like Mex Italian. My wife's Mexican and Finnish. That's awesome. Um, so we did like Mex Italian. We had Mexican food. We had Italian food. Um, so yeah, we, it, was, it was a collective thing of like him being in our lives and me just kind of realizing like yeah let's use this space and it wasn't this space it was just that tiny little yeah. spot next door this used to be a hair salon oh really this used to be cake hair salon which is now on state street oh okay and nice. like right across from the audi dealership nice. so we expanded in here when they moved in 2017 nice yeah so, so with the tacos i mean I, I feel like that was just an explosion right around 2014 like 15 i feel like this, that was a huge yeah, thing everybody was talking about all the time so with your location, how fast did that take? Was it, it like It literally nuts? took, we slow opened and just did a arts fest June of 2014. Yeah. And we just opened the doors like, I don't know, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like never stopped. And so wow. I had to figure out all the stuff, right? The patio, getting everything kind of built out. And yeah, it was one of those things that you try things and, and then you get lucky. Yeah. Right? Yep. Or whatever it is, it just lined up. So That's awesome. It's been really pretty amazing it grew you know a thousand percent from 14 to when covid hit dude and then our business got cut in half yeah yep for 2021 and then it's just been now it's like i feel like this this summer is going to be insane that's awesome yeah so so covid hit and from what i understand that kind of put a huge damper on canelas right you said it was our it had its prime years but now covid hit and came yeah. in and put it put it in it was on a that. time it was just a thing of like man this is it this is my graceful way to exit too yeah. and also figure out another concept in the space that's going to be kind of you know that that will still respect what my folks did and still be a place to gather yeah and still you know, I'll probably have an old school throwback menu for people that want it. Nice. Um, That's cool. And then I think taco can always be an option, but I'd love chefs to come in. Yeah. I'd love pop-ups to happen. So, yeah, it's just something that... Um, so that's that's like that's what you were, your growth plan was, right, in our class. That's the growth plan. So... Yeah. Yeah. Let's lead into that. Let's what's, lead into alt the, space, Yeah, alt space. SLC. Yeah. So, so that's kind of like, um, as I was in the class, I think I had all these... I mean, I, I woke up in the night and wrote it into a, a <laughs> folder because, I, you know, you're yeah. in that. Yeah. You have, you're in class yeah. eight hours. I haven't done that for lots of years. Yeah. So 
I woke up and I wrote like events and whatever, and this could use all the, the elements of the space, and, and that became my plan. I mean, when I first got there, I had five plans. Yeah, same I here. Like, I had a taco boatload. truck. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a bar. I'm going to do all these tactics for yeah. taco, right? So the alt space thing was like, okay, yeah, here, here is something that it's a really cool, eclectic space. It's not a huge space. Um, but it'll be for 100 people or 150 with the patio. And, yeah, it just kind of evolved into use you what have you have. a patio have. on it? I didn't know you were doing a patio with it. The patio is oh, right. right. I know, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Gotcha. Yeah, You're going to add on it. Okay. So, yeah, nice. we're going to add on and, and put a roof on it and, yeah, Hell yeah. And, and basically make it a full, you know, for summertime. So yeah. it'll be, be great for, for, yeah, wedding parties. And, and I, I'm really excited to see, you know, if I can get some. I know there'll be chefs that. We'll come yeah, in. Yeah, tell us a little bit more. What, what are you thinking with that? Like bringing chefs in. So you're you're gonna switch your menus up yeah. when parties are booked. Or? I think I think I just want to have the pop up option, but also okay. as far as like as as for sources of, you know, I, I know a few chefs in town that will be will use if people yeah. you know it'll just be part of like if you want to build it's more of like an a la carte thing. You pick your you know you can bring in this chef or if they want to bring in their catering. Um, and then we'll have the bar option. You know, we're going to definitely have the space where you can hang and just have the party where, where I'm going to put the disco ball. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Weren't you telling me, <laughs> you were telling me about something that I think it's already gone and faded away, but it was kind of a cool idea that Salt Lake, there was a group in Salt Lake that was like you paid to be a member or you were a member of it, and they had these, like, dinners where chefs came in or something, sure. right? Yeah, I mean, that the subscription model But it's kind of that. Like, something. you're not doing a subscription, but it's kind of that. Like, you can bring in your own chef. Yeah, and maybe... nice yeah. arena, or area, sorry. Yeah. And, and it's... That's awesome. That's so right. I think that that is what really would be the cool thing to, to work into yeah. having that as, like, letting it be a space where young, creative chefs yeah. could... You know, say I want to do a pop up for a week or two. Yeah, well, because like that. everyone has like giant Instagram followings and stuff now, right? So like you can follow a chef specifically, yeah. and if they yep. can do a pop up option, and I kind of look at it as like Hall Pass. Like Hall Pass, they're pretty. All the restaurants in there, from what I understand, have been there forever. Well, right. Not ever, but like since they opened. I don't think they've switched a lot. Right. But just the idea of like walking in and you can hit these little tiny pockets of different food. Yep. Right. So yeah. that's kind of a cool idea that you'll have the capability of bringing in a chef, get that food for a certain amount of time. And then that chef may or may not leave and get a new one come in and do something. Exactly. So that's, and, that's and, a rad and idea. And we have a really, we have a full commercial kitchen, which most event spaces don't. Yeah. Right? I that's mean, a message we should be sharing is like, hey, if you're serious. looking to be creative, this yeah. is the spot. Yeah, to, and, know, and I think I'm Joey. open to that, you know? I'm the, I'm the middle-aged dude now. I'm like, the, you know, I would love to help. And, yeah. And, you know, if somebody comes with, a, with the right idea, you know, that's it, it's something that, that could turn into a regular thing, yeah. you know? I'm kind of keeping it open that way, so... Yeah, that's way that, That's the part that. So when do you think it'll be up and going? How long? How long are you looking at? I mean, I think that we are looking hopefully by end of summer, early fall. Nice to that's get awesome. it up and running. I'm going to throw some events in between. Then um, we'll probably do something. We're going to do something for Pride. For and sure. you're saying that side will hold 150. That side like inside will be like 100 with the basement. You know, if that's an included, that's going to be probably a room for either a separate party or just an overflow. Do you have any intentions that if someone, you know, I'm sure money money talks. If someone said, I want Taco Taco and that place for their night. Sure. Probably ran them both out, right? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, I think that's an option, too, is, like, use this food. And, and even if they want both spaces, just, yeah. yeah, just to have the whole thing. I'm also working on those um, Airbnbs upstairs. So Yeah, I was going to get into that. It'd be really nice to say, hey, if you want to rent rooms while you're doing your yeah. wedding party or whatever, there's a couple of rooms upstairs. Yep. There's three right that's now. Awesome. There'll be four soon. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's the, the end goal is to make it a space where it can, it can be a lot of different things. That's way cool. And that's, 
there's a good idea there too with like bachelor and bachelorette parties. Because like when we, when my, one of my buddies was getting married, my buddy Corey. Yeah, when I he remember was his. Married, it, I remember his venue was like, hey, you can also double this as a bachelor party if you wanted to rent it and yeah. like bring all of your friends. You know, because it's usually like five friends, right? But if you did a big one, anyways. I'd, yeah. Just uh, more his ideas. Fun. More ideas. But yeah. that's that's super rad. So okay, so then your family owned the building. You've now taken over it, and you've got Airbnbs and stuff going on up top. Yep. Let's get into that monster, because that's probably... <laughs> it's nonstop fun yeah. for me, man. It's yeah, never dude, ending. You're a busy so guy. It's, it's always something. So, yeah, we started that, and right when the pandemic, right when the pandemic hit, I had three going, nice. and I quickly had to get rid of all the reservations canceled. Like, yeah. 15 grand just was gone, and I'm yeah. like, uh-oh. So we got some long-term renters. Um, a couple of them didn't turn out. I mean, one of them in specific didn't turn out to be that great. So as soon as that lease was up, I'm like, cool, we're yeah, going re- <laughs> to redo this. And the Airbnb thing is back on. So now I've got three pretty much again, and I'm working on number four. And so with, have, with your, oh, go ahead. Have go ahead. those always been rental Apartments. spaces up there? Long term. Okay. So when your family originally bought it, you've also had tenants up there the entire time? In the entire time. Cool. Yep. Okay. And I came back in whatever 2007 six and seven and i think the rent was 300 bucks and i'm like whoa 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 dad dad, dad. <laughs> yeah. we gotta so i yeah. went in and remodeled the first time uh-huh. and we ripped out all the carpets and put um hardwoods and did all the stuff and so that was like wave one now it's remodel number two yeah you know 14 years later whatever so yeah it's just been kind of an evolution of like and now it's really hard to find a space downtown right at all so the Airbnb thing has been really a great thing for... I was going to say, is, are you loving it? Is yeah, it I mean, well? it's especially right now. Everybody's moving here. I, I don't... You know, I'm usually doing weekly. I'm not doing anything less than seven days right That's now. That's awesome. Um, so, but people are coming for two months. People are coming for a month. Yeah, because they're in between buying houses and yep. stuff, right? Yeah, so, so I, it's not going to last forever, but I do feel like if I create you know, the right vibe down here that it's always going to be a rental Dude, I think it could, yeah, downtown. definitely lasts for a long time. That's for sure. Salt yeah. Lake just keeps hitting like the hottest city in the U S over and yeah, over it, on all kinds of things. Yeah. You know? So, so that's exciting. And I think that's a great element. You know, it's all these three things kind of coming together at one, you know, eventually. And it's so awesome because it's one spot. It's one spot. Like for me, dude, having multiple <laughs> locations, like I love it. But and it's it downtown. Is a, it's and a you got everything yeah. around here. You know, I lived down when I was doing Goldman Sachs, I needed space to like, so I was down in one of the apartments that I was fixing up for like oh, okay. four days a week, just doing my thing, studying. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife's like, you need to go and do your thing and make sure that you handle this and get, you know, so yeah. it was, it was a really great opportunity. It was a great thing for me to be able to kind of go and have time to study until two in the morning, which yeah. I hadn't done for a long time. So that's awesome. yeah, it's, it's served its purpose. And I built this, I'm building this all of, I kind of did all of that out yeah. of one of the apartments, yeah. like the whole alt space and the whole Goldman Sachs thing was, was right there. That's so. way rad, dude. Yeah, so awesome. I kind of want to go more into Airbnb because I'm in real estate and I've looked at doing Airbnbs. We are actually under contract in a home for a home in along the Oregon coast for an Airbnb. So I know it's like a, a hot thing right now that's going on. What what have you noticed that's the biggest difference between your long term rentals and your short term rentals, and maybe maybe just something that you've learned from doing the Airbnb? I mean, I think it's just when you're doing two and three days at a time, and then the cleaning and all the stuff yeah. and the people, and it just it becomes such a full time thing. And and I think at some point, you know, I'm you know talking with Donna, just that that's what like I'm like I need somebody yeah. to manage. 
I need somebody to help out. Because, is she going to do it? So she's going to, yeah, we're, like? we're going to do the first couple, um, hopefully in the next week or two, whenever nice. the photographers come in. And so, yeah, I mean, for me, it was like always lining up cleaners and, and also being down here. Yeah. And when Canela's was happening, that's just, that's what COVID did for me. It's like, hey, bud, you got to like slow down and maybe pick a lane because doing all of it, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like fireman yeah. putting all the fires out all the time. And so, yeah, I think, um, at some point that that's, that's what, that's what I'm hoping out of this is to have that managed properly to get four up and running for the next year and see what that looks like. And then there's no reason if it's bringing me double the rent, which is what right, it's doing yeah. or triple sometimes that it wouldn't just be like a full short term place. That's awesome. Well, that's a, the, the way I've been looking at lending is there's lenders that will, you know, if you get a rent schedule, but Airbnb is a whole nother space. So a lot of people won't lend with, they don't understand that it's bringing in double the income. So they don't lend on the right amount. Right. Right. So it, it's, it's really interesting. And I think that it'll continue to grow because most people that have stayed in an Airbnb say, I'll never stay in a hotel again. Right. Right. And, and me and my wife have stayed in one and it's just a whole different experience. And then you get to pick your experiences where you go. I think that comes down to the management though, dude, because yeah. I've had the yeah, mentality yeah, yeah. of like, I'm going back to hotels after we've a few stayed in one that was really bad. Like, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. We stayed in one in San Francisco, dude, that was rough. And I was like, yeah, it's the same price for the hotel. Let's just switch out. Yeah. So, yeah. But I've also had fantastic Airbnbs where I'm like, yeah, I would never book a hotel over here. Yeah, I think it's hit so, and miss sometimes. Sometimes yeah. people sell those pictures a little too well, and you're like, yep. is there uh-huh. no working AC? Like, yeah. what is yeah, up? Dude. What's yeah. going on? Weird <laughs> yeah, you're like, make sure. You, I mean, that's the thing. you got to make sure you're offering the service, right? Yep. And, and that's one thing. I will bust it to make sure that happens. But, you know, yeah. it takes a lot of time. Well, it's I like, think well, it's awesome because you've got your restaurant right below it. You're in the heart of downtown. It smells up. Yeah. Totally. yeah, everybody that stays yeah. there, like, man, there's yeah. a taco shop downstairs. Yeah. You got to check it out. Uh-huh. That's all I would so, eat. Yeah, it's a company awesome. store, man. Yeah, so yeah, cool. it's like getting all the yeah, getting people to come down. Then there's Lay Madeleines down the way, so you can get your breakfast. And we're gonna do coffee and tacos soon, nice. like a Mexican mocha and a breakfast option. Nice. You know, yeah. So once everything happens, once all this, yeah, well, once all this takes place, yeah. So yeah, the bar, the bar is hopefully like end of June. That's awesome. Yeah, that's rad, man. I love it. I always forget something, man. You always have an alarm. So um, you've got all these these different spaces and and uh, different ventures going on. What what is, I guess the the goal for this year? And then like, is there another space that you're super interested in getting into, or do you just have so much on your plate right now that it's Uh, overwhelming to think about? I think that yeah, right now I'm focused on getting taco getting the bar done and getting this new kind of self-serve ordering system up and running. That yeah, yeah. was another thing. It was part of the, the course, the Goldman Sachs program is um, hanging out with Alexis who was pretty bird and just kind of seeing how that works and like yeah. having that option when our lines are so long to have people just break off. Their and lines always order long. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. You want to, that's right. You want to do the, like the so automated serve. I'm trying to right? at least yeah. offer that just so yeah. like when we have these huge lines, we can have a couple of kiosks so people can, grab a number, pay, and it'll go straight to the printer. And, yeah. and so, yeah, that's, that's Dude, definitely a streamlining. Like yeah. Talking on that subject, man, I feel like so many people I talk to, they're like, I don't, if it has the robots in there,
in there, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do it. And me, I'm just like, dude, that sounds so nice. Like, yeah, yeah. you go in, like, <laughs> then you can put your staff to focus on the customer service, like, on at the tables and stuff, That's right. right? Yeah. Instead of behind a counter with a line of 30, and you're trying to move fast. And, and you just, can't talk about the yeah. ingredients at the salsa bar that would yeah, go good with the taco, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that's where I'm like, let's make a food ambassador, yes. not just a server yes. or a counter person. Like, go check on people and also give them some, like, heads up on it. And I think that's what what pretty bird does so well too you know yeah. those yeah. you go there and she's like this is what i would do with this afterwards if you know if you take some leftovers here's how i'd prepare it like that's what people want to hear yeah. people oh, yeah. want people want to be led they want to know like what flavors and learn about like what what's different they want what the experience like, yeah, everybody's totally. thriving for an experience on almost yep. anything they do right so if, they, feel, if they're just looking to feed themselves they're going to hit mcdonald's but if they're looking for a night out or something or, yeah, or yeah. a lunch that they enjoy yep they want all of that right yeah and we'll still have the bartender and a person and we'll still have people on site i think yeah. it'll just make it a different experience yeah. so it is no, something... i think that's a solid move and just with you know we can talk about it all day but it's so hard to find staff right yes. and it's Indeed. something that you can help and you can then turn and invest more in your current staff, right? And right. invest more on training them to do everything you just said and making the experience better for the customer. Yep. So that's yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. So that's, that's stage one. And then I think the next thing is getting the event space up and running and getting some events in there and, and, you know, getting it just for me, it's, it's getting everything just dialed in in the next three months. Like yeah, that's yeah. really going to be my goal and, getting all the equipment ordered that we need because that's a whole other thing. You got to think about refrigeration. You got to think like all the things I'm going to need, I'm ordering now in hopes that they're going to be landing at the end of July or August. Yeah. Right. So, and they say that and then things can change. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, my espresso machine was going to come in in January and then it was February and then March <laughs> and then it hit the first of April. Yeah. I was, so. when I was buying kitchen stuff for bad caddy, uh, I was over at food service over like West Salt Lake. And they have new and used. And it was like, we walked through, and the guy's like, if you don't buy it today, it's gone, just so you know. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I guess we're going <laughs> to take like, all of it. I didn't plan yeah. on spending $10,000 today, so, but, yeah, we'll take it. You know? Yeah, let me go back to but Bad it's Caddy. so true. Yeah, I want to go back to Bad Caddy for a minute because where's the location again? I missed So we're 4th South uh, and so fourth, fourth South and 3rd West. Sweet. So, like, do you know, you probably, it was, a, it was a printing shop, but it was called Display okay. Printing or something. Yep. The sign is still up. It still says display on the sign right now. We're getting ours switched over. But, yeah, we're two minutes away from you, I think. You're right yeah, here. So we're That's right amazing. Here, yeah. so we're, um, but we're doing, like, fast casual foods. So it'll be pizza, wings, pub food style, style stuff with ours. Um, nothing too extravagant, but still right. good. Yep. And then uh, focusing on the entertainment of golf. And I just think... I think there's potential there. One, because it's downtown. You don't have to travel. Trying to get a tea time in Salt Lake right now is kind of ridiculous because, yep. one, the weather, and two, it's just so it's just growing so fast that courses are busy. Um, three, we're looking to do a membership so like, you can just be a member and go in as often as you'd like, kind of like a gym, but also an entertainment side. Um, and, yeah, and then water. Like, there's no water. Like, at some point, they're going to turn the water off to the church and to the golf course. Like, they have to. Like, yeah. we're running out, right. you know? That's right. And so Yeah, I think it's, I, it's so, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I think you. it's going to be great. I think it'll I think be a good time. We be. have a cool, we got a cool uh, interior designer named Kelly Brown that she came in and just, dude, it's going to be rad. Like, Sweet. just made it look awesome. Yeah, so. I saw you got rid of that brick. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of it because it didn't, it didn't quite flow. It wasn't this brick. If it was this brick, yeah, I'd yeah. keep it. It was center, it's center block brick. Yeah. Like, that's just uh, ugly yeah. to me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we got, yeah, we did a bunch of drywall work in there, but cool. it'll be cool. It's going to have like the, we have like chandeliers that are made out of golf clubs that are going to be popping down over each arena. And then we that got like a sweet. huge like display neon to take pictures underneath with like a fun f- fun phrase and stuff like that. And so nice. It'll have it'll definitely have the sport of golf to practice and, and enjoy. 
but like Friday and Saturday night, I'm hoping for parties and, and events and, sure. you know, and people coming in kind of corporate. I want to lean more into the corporate side. Yeah. You know, which you should too, man. Cause totally. I feel like the way that the way that corporate business has gone now, they're all just looking for experiences that yeah. are not the yeah. same. I think for 30 years, they just could take their staff bowling, right? Like that was just the thing that forever. Was the thing. <laughs> and now like you could, you could literally have the option. Like this could be an idea for you. You could have the option of that chef comes in and they say, I want to book with that chef and bring my whole team down and have that experience. Right. Right. And that's what, like, we just keep getting feedback from people that are like, what are you doing next? What are you adding? You know? Yeah. That's different. Yeah. We should do that. Come eat dinner here, then go down and golf at your spot. I love that. I I would love that part that I think post COVID, I hope everybody wants to collaborate There's more. There's like some teamwork. Ra- yep. Like competition. I'm over yeah. that. I'm yeah. over like what tacos, what other yeah. taco shops opened up and how yep. dare they, right? Like it's yep. like cool, man. I want to know everybody who's doing food that's yeah. the same and like let's work together and not be so – it used to be so competitive and like especially yeah. like the Italian food thing was just so goofy sometimes, right, with people and you just like, you know, woo, you're over at Canela's and yeah. it's like – I've noticed that with like some of our guests that are, have breweries, you'd you'd imagine the competition there too. But, but they all I work think, together. Yeah, they yeah. do. That when we've asked that question, you know, so how's this this place or that place? Oh yeah, we share ingredients. If one of us runs out, we call them up and they share with us. So sure, I think yeah. you, I think it for sure is going that way. Same with coffee. Way. We had the same when we had a couple yeah, of coffee. coffee guests. They were like, yeah, we've had, we've yeah. ran into Pinch and they've helped us and it's not like, oh, sorry, we're going to beat you this weekend. Yeah, everybody you wants know, coffee. Like, oh, let's help you out. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants the tacos. <laughs> yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants the, right. Everybody wants the stuff. Exactly. Right? And it's just like, it's like, like I've said this a million times, it's like streaming services. It's just your niche. Like you're going to, there's, there's customers that are going to go to the same place every time. That's right. But, there's people that are going to jump across all spectrums yeah, to try right. all the different If you want to come stuff. see Easy e on the Wild and you yeah, can talk right a taco, here. right? Yep. That's why we sat here. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's why get we sat here. Get a little here. L.A. love. Get yeah. a little California love in here for sure, yeah. That's so rad. we've we've interviewed quite a few people in the Goldman Sachs class that you guys have done, and I've gotten bits and pieces from it. I've ac- I actually want to go through it myself. Yeah. Um, but what, what was the most eye-opening thing in that class that you learned and that you feel like you're going to implement now into your current businesses? I feel like financials and really paying attention to them and, you know, not just leaving it to accountants to send me things and to really be more hands-on and checking numbers all the time. Um, A dashboard was a new concept to me. I think, like, just having metrics and things that you can follow. I mean, I do it, but I'm not doing it with any real system. So... It was just giving. It just gave us the tools. I feel yeah. like to, yeah. to actually, you know, know like in a, in a way it was approachable to me. I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't like way out in left field. I, yeah. I, I can do this. Yeah. And, and I think just being in the program with all the business advisors we had and just the it was just such a the staff there, just our all of our business advisors and and people that were teaching the course. They just want us to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And really, that's the end of. That's like what why we're why we're doing it right they're just like trying to help us out so especially coming out of covid for me being burnt out and like what am i doing this was like here's what you're doing and here's how and you're going to sit up at night and you're going to grind it out and you're going to be back in college and you're never going to do it unless you get into that situation because for me i'm like i'm too busy it's like working out right you're like oh i'll work out and then it's all of a sudden you're on to something else you're like i'm going to do it tonight and then you know you're tired and so you don't right so this was like you're doing this and here's the time commitment. And if you miss too many, then it's, you're not going to graduate. And so it's, it was, um, I need to be held under the flame like that. Yeah, that's, I, how I, I, that's what I loved about it the most, too, is like it just forced a commitment 
that same thing that like you were saying, Joey, I've, I've said no to a million things because I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. But it's like that made me force and realize, like, okay, i got to reevaluate and balance some stuff better. Totally. Than to just run around and put out fires, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah I'm it was tired. Like, yeah. I'm not a trained fireman <laughs> at all. Dude. I don't do it that well. I just, and it was, like, crazy for me. It was just, like, the amount of information rolling up here. Yeah. But like someone could ask me, I could spit it out, but I don't have it on paper tracked anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. Like just like getting into the metrics, right? And actually <laughs> tracking things in your business, that was like one of my favorite takes on it. It's yeah. like, okay, put it down, take the time to di- out of the day and put it on paper and keep an eye on it more thorough. Right. Instead of like, I think this is our profit margin, right? Like you're like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, I don't know. We're, yeah. yeah. I know we're killing it, but yeah. I don't know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. Crazy. Yeah. So. so, I mean, and I'm still like, I, we're not that far out of it. And I'm just just like as things are going to get crazy i'm like you better get ready buddy because it's going to get yep. it's going to get crazy but and I, I like that we, we have a timeline before we have to reevaluate. So we have six months. We have to send our numbers in. Yeah, and like that's, that's cool. just going to hold me accountable. Being like, if I didn't hit anything, then yeah, that was a waste of my time, right? Yeah. Like I should have done better. I think a, a year and eighteen months. Like they want you checking in. That's yep. cool. So it's, yeah, it's just yeah, it kind of holds you accountable a little bit better. I think it's yeah, everything I've heard about the class is like spot on, and everybody that goes through the class, it's like it's priceless you know and like the, the connections that we made like all of right. these guests that we have right. and then like uh, we so you get put in your growth group right so there's a class of 30 but you get in a group of six or so five to six and you work with that group the whole time and like literally we we're about to sit down for this podcast and our entire group just texted me and joey and was like we need to all get together like we need to you know, catch <laughs> up so yeah like, that's cool that's awesome and it's you know joey's got his restaurant i've got an entertainment uh, Donna had uh, uh, she runs the Airbnb services. And you guys yeah, can collaborate. Yeah. Christy, Christy's got Christy her. runs a giant uh, apparel company, dude. Like huge apparel company. And then Shelby runs interior design. So it's like this completely opposite spectrums of businesses. Yeah. But we were all able to collaborate and learn from each other. And yeah. and it's just like another accountability thing. Like if these guys are all killing it and I'm slowing down, I'm gonna feel bad, right? right. So <laughs> like all right, what do I gotta do? You know? so, yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, your your restaurant is filling up here. Yeah, I love so, it. Yeah, it's getting full there. seats here. Uh, Taco so. Tuesdays. It looks it's like on. we might need our table here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, what if people are listening? What's the best way to get in touch with you for anything? So I think going to tacotacoslc.com for this spot and just reaching out on Insta or, so, or Facebook um, is probably the best thing. And with. Uh, with Altspace, um, I'm, we're going to have a site up soon, mm-hmm. and we've got, you know, the Canela's temporary site is still up, Yeah, but probably just reaching out to me through on, at Taco Taco right now, just on the Taco Taco nice. site for, for anything, events or, or whatever. We're still able to do a couple things here that we're doing some events for birthdays and quinceaneras and things. Um, and that's probably what I'm going to do is end up using the space temporarily next yeah. door for like, okay, we can throw a birthday party over here and still keep our dining room flowing over here yeah. rather than closing the whole thing down. So gotcha. that right now, social media is the best. Okay. Or, call, or call me. Call well, we're, we're working on growing <laughs> our following as much as possible. as much as possible. So when you get closer, we'd, anything we can do to help, we'd love to put it on on We Are Utah page and cool. talk about it. And yeah, that would be know. great. Yeah, we appreciate your time. You sound Absolutely. extremely busy, yeah. but you also sound like a very interesting guy that isn't scared to go out and try something new, like just taking off to California. I don't know yeah. how many people would actually do that. Yeah. I, I would, but <laughs> yeah. um, it, you sound like you have a lot more to your story. So anytime you want to do a podcast, we always yeah. say there's, there's so much more to talk about. And 
Yeah, if we you, can t- we can talk about my Dr. Dre days the next time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we that. yeah. <laughs> Episode two, folks. I just want to see that movie. Uh, yeah. The monkey. What did you call it? Monkey movie that you made. Oh, Monkey Boy. Monkey yeah. Boy. Monkey yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, what I, I want. We're gonna try and convince. I need him to, to, put I it need on to dig that up. <laughs> I need to dig that up. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. true. Cool. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with both of you too. So yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. All right. Thanks, Joey. See you, Jordan. We'll see you guys later.